Hello and welcome to the Fully Free Podcast with your host, Taylor Lee. This is the podcast to get raw and real about running an online business, living life as an entrepreneur, and figuring it all out as you go. After creating seven figures in my first three years as a coach and doing what I love every single day, I truly believe that you deserve the money, joy, and life of your dreams. I hope to inspire you with weekly episodes on money, marketing, life, and all things online business. All right, let's dive in to this week's episode. Oh my gosh, you guys, this episode is so good. Meredith is one of uh, my Unleash alumni. She did my signature program, Unleash. She actually reached out to me with this podcast idea, and I could not turn it down because it's so genius. And I'm, I'm just honored and stoked and so excited to be sharing with you guys how to have an empowered conversation with your partner about investing in yourself from somebody who is actually not specializing in making sales, but specializing in really healthy communication in relationships. You know, there's there's other com- there's not many conversations out there on this topic, but there are. But most of them are coming from the perspective of a salesperson who wants to make the sale and who wants to just get people to invest right now as fast as possible, get the money in their pocket. And so to have somebody who's actually going to come on here and teach, do you guys hear Ruby? She's just ready to get into this, (laughs) but to have somebody come on the podcast, who's just like actually ready to teach us how do we get our partner on board with our business, our goals, our investments. I'm so, so excited to share this with you. So Let me tell you a little bit about Meredith. Meredith Silversmith is a licensed marriage and family therapist, relationship coach, and founder of the online brand marriagecoachmeredith.com. She's passionate about teaching couples simple strategies to communicate better and feel closer so that they can experience the relationship they truly desire. She is the co-host of the Simply Great Relationships podcast and a free Facebook community, Relationships That Last, for couples who are ready to make positive change. So on that note, you guys, let's dive into this episode. Ruby seems super excited for it. I'm super excited for it. I know you're going to love it. Enjoy, you guys. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Fully Free Podcast. I'm so excited to share Meredith with you, introduce you guys to her. She's here to talk about how to get your husband or your partner on board with a financial investment in your business, which I think is such a genius topic for us to talk about because I know that's such a hard thing to um, sometimes have a conversation about. I think it can be really kind of scary, intimidating, especially when you really, really want him um, to say yes and believe in you and be on board. So anyway, we'll dive into that. But first, Meredith, I'm so excited to have you here today. Thank you so much for your time. Yeah. Thanks for having me. I'm super excited to be here. Awesome. So I think the best place to start is having you introduce yourself. Let us know like who you are, what you do and why is this what you do? 
Yeah. So I'm Meredith Silversmith. I'm a licensed marriage and family therapist in New York. So I work with a ton of couples here locally in a therapist role. And I've just loved the work for the past six years. It's been my passion. I love it. And I also feel that feeling that I know a lot of um, business owners feel of like, I'm limited by geography. I'm limited by who lives in my town or the surrounding towns. So, you know, I've really shifted to being a relationship coach online so that I can reach more couples, share the information that's so needed, and just help people improve their relationship with simple, actionable tips. And, you know, it's it's so important to me because I've been there. Um, you know, my husband and I have been together for 15 years and married for six, and we struggled. Like, the first five years of our relationship was so incredibly challenging. And of course, at the time, I thought, like, this is his problem, right? This has nothing to do with me. I'm great. I know what I'm doing. I know what I want. I ask for what I want. You know, if he can't give me what I want, then that's, you know, then I have to find someone else, that whole vibe. And then I went to grad school for couples counseling And I start reading these books and attending lectures. And I just came to understand that, hey, it was me. (laughs) I was communicating in a way that was not constructive. I was, you know, setting expectations in a way that was hurtful. And I just had this realization. So I started sharing with my then boyfriend, now husband, everything I was learning, what I was realizing about my own approach being wrong. Um, And we just really worked through it together and started applying the skills that I was learning in grad school to our own relationship. And we just saw massive, massive change. And really for the past 10 years, our relationship has been the best it's ever been. And it continues that way. And I just want to spread this information as far as I can. I love that. I, and I, I love this perspective that you are a, obviously an expert at this. You've been doing this in your own business for how long now have you been doing this professionally? Uh, for six years. Yeah. For six years. So safe to say Meredith knows what she's doing, (laughs) but also like you're really in it because you've done this with your husband. Plus you have the perspective of, um, being a business owner and now moving your business online and investing into your own business. So I just, I love that you really get it from all angles. So that's why I'm really excited to hear what you have to say about this. And I don't think a lot of people are really sharing tons of people are here to talk about, you know, how do you get your husband on board with an investment from the perspective of the salesperson, (laughs) right? (laughs) The business coach, but to hear it from you who really gets the dynamic of, you know, great, um, not conversation, but communication. I'm just so excited to dive into this. So Let's let's kind of set the tone here of who this is for and, and what we're about to talk about. So for the woman who is really ready to invest in her business at a high level, maybe private mentorship, maybe like a high level mastermind, she's ready to go all in. She has these big dreams and goals, but of course now she's got to talk to her husband and get him on board. And I mean, let's kind of start from this perspective of she really has no clue what he's going to think. And she probably can go ahead and assume that he'd rather her not spend the money, right? I feel like that's where a lot of people are starting from. Like, 
what is the first step here, right? She gets off the phone with me or the business coach she really wants to work with, even a different type of mentorship. What, what's the first step before she goes and talks to him? Yeah. So I want to even give you a pre-step because I feel like mindset, and I know you feel the same way, like mindset and approach matters so very much. And oftentimes bringing something like this up to your partner and getting a no is more about how you approach them and how you communicated than what they actually believe about money or the investment. So that's where what we're doing matters more than what we're asking for. And I want you to think about your partner as a cold lead, right? Like you need to warm them up. Your partner is the person you just found on Instagram, right? They just found, and you're asking them to make a $10,000 investment. They're going to be like, what? (laughs) Yeah. You know, so I want you to really start thinking about your partner that way, because often when we go into these conversations and it feels, it doesn't go the way we would hope we sort of put that on our partner, right? They don't support me. They're not, they don't care about my business. They're not investing. You know, they're not willing to support me in investing, but really they just need more, right? You need to set the stage. You need to give more context. So I just want you to start thinking through that lens as we go through these steps. So step one, this is for you as an individual. I want you to identify your vision for the future after making this investment and get crystal clear on it. So really thinking through, how will this investment improve your business? Beyond your business, how will it improve your life, your relationship, your home, your family life, your finances, right? Because anything that benefits us as an individual or our business is gonna ripple out. It's gonna benefit our marriage. We're gonna feel more confident. We're gonna feel more accomplished. We're gonna feel higher vibe. We're gonna be, um, you know, we're gonna have more energy at the end of the day because now, you know, we've freed up a bunch of time because we're doing the right things. So really think about what are all the ways that making this investment is gonna improve every area of your life. And then really sit with that and like read through your vision. If you're someone who likes to journal, like journal it all out and then read through it, feel the feelings, see yourself in that twice a day before you start leading up to this conversation with your partner, really get your head right and get in that energy so that when you show up and start this conversation, you are so passionate and excited. Your partner won't be able to help, but sense that. I love that. And I love what you said even before this of thinking of your partner as a cold lead, because I've even seen this happen in my own marriage where whether it's an investment or a goal or something, even a trip I want to take. And it's almost like his eyes are like popping out of his head. Like he thinks I'm crazy because it's like, (laughs) I spring this huge thing on him out of nowhere. Basically. It's like, I'm not talking to him about this at all. Like I haven't even mentioned it's something I'm thinking about. Um, So I just, I love thinking of it in that way. And it kind of like, I guess a question I have, if we were to zoom out even more, like from my perspective and just from my own experience, it kind of feels like keeping them maybe even more involved. Cause I think sometimes what we forget is we're, we're so in it. We're dreaming of our dreams. We're journaling about it. We're watching all these other people kind of create what we want. We're seeing how possible it is. We're even having conversations with coaches or our dream coach. They don't even know about it. We're telling them what we want. We're having sales conversations and they have no clue any of it's going on. I think that that's actually very, very common. 
Yes. Oh, I'm so glad you brought that up because it is, we don't share the dream. We don't share, you know, the people, right? We, I know for me, like I thought, you know, I follow a ton of people, whether in the relationship uh, field and business, and I feel like they're my people, right? I see them every day online. I read what they post. I watch their lives. Like I love consuming their thoughts and their information, but, it, and I'll talk to my husband like, oh, so-and-so said, you know, X, Y, Z today. And he's like, who? <laughs> Do we know this person in real life? I'm like, no, they're just an amazing business owner and mentor. And, you know, they're really inspirational. So keeping your partner in the loop all the time, right? Not just when you want to get a yes. <laughs> I love that. That's a great suggestion. Yeah, I think this is so great. So um, really shifting your mindset to realizing that, you're basically talking to a cold lead and really, really getting connected to your vision before you enter this conversation. And then what? I actually find um, women being nervous of like, do I talk to my husband when he gets home from work? Do I talk to my partner? at th- Like, when do I talk to them? Should I like make them a nice dinner first? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I think we kind of get in our head about that, especially when it's like a big decision. Um, so I kind of wanted to start there. Like, what is the first step? How do you decide when to talk to them? Like, especially if you maybe are feeling, I think it's so easy to feel really nervous and attached to this conversation when you really, really want to do this investment. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And the approach matters and, Mm -hmm. you know, approaching them and keeping in mind the how and the when are important. So I, my recommendation is to not dive right into the conversation to pick a time when you and your partner are not, you know, stressed, tired, in a bad mood, and talk to them about setting a time to discuss it. So something like, like, I'm a big, like, babe, right? My husband's babe, I'm babe, we're all, it's like babe all the time, right? So like, babe, I'd like to talk to you about an investment I'm considering making for my business. Can we set a time to discuss it? Like, I really value your input. And schedule a time that works for you both. And look, maybe it's in two hours after you put your kids to bed, or maybe it's tomorrow morning over coffee, or maybe your partner's like, yeah, like right now is fine. I, you know, let's talk about it. So broaching it with that versus diving right in, you're setting yourselves up for success. I love that. And now here's the next question. What the heck do I say? <laughs> <laughs> So there's a very simple formula here. And if you're going to take notes on anything, this is the thing. So I want you to share how you feel, what you need, and your vision for how this will improve your lives. So I would, I would recommend starting by asking your partner, like, hey, I'd really love it if I could share all my thoughts with you before you ask any questions. It would really help me like sort of keep my mind on track and help me feel really heard and listened to. Do you mind? So that way, you know, like you're setting the expectation that you're going to share everything you want to share and your partner's going to be a listener, right? So I'll give you some examples, right? I feel stuck in my business because I keep working harder and harder, but I'm not seeing the results that I want. I need a coach or a course that's going to teach me where to spend my energy. So I'll actually have an impact and I'll get more sales and serve more clients. Here's how I believe our lives will change once this happens, right? And then go into your vision for the business, for your life, for your home, for your relationship, like really share the impact that you've 
clarified, right? You've journaled in your own for yourself. This is the outcome. This is what the outcome is going to be and share all of that with your partner and then pause. <laughs> uh huh. So good. I love that. And I, I, I really love how you said asking to be able to say everything you need to say first, because mm-hmm. I think it can also, if you're nervous or if you feel really passionate, I feel like everyone has a different personality, right? So they'll be entering, entering the conversation differently, but it does, it feels good just to be able to say everything and not get interrupted. And it's so easy to get into multiple conversations at once when you don't really set that tone. So that's, I love that. And I love this formula you've given how I feel, what I need and the vision. Yep. So how are you kind of like, then you're just pausing. So are you pausing with a question? Like, are you saying, what do you think? Are you saying, can I do it? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So you're pausing after you've shared those three pieces and then you're sort of checking in with your partner, right? So you've asked them to be a listener without interruption. Hopefully they've honored that. (laughs) And now you've gotten to the end of your initial sort of what you wanted to share and you pause, right? And then this is the final step is listening and compromising. So now it's opening the floor for your partner. Hey, thanks so much for letting me get that out. I'd love to hear what your thoughts are, right? And inviting them to share what they're thinking, what they're feeling, what's on their mind, what worries do they have? What objections do they have? What questions do they have, right? Like, I want you to expect that. Because when we're feeling so excited about this thing and we really want our partner to say yes, if we hear them say, yeah, yeah, that sounds great, but what about this? And what about this? And what about, you know, this expense? And what about whatever? Um, We can get extremely defensive. Mm -hmm. Like just hearing that what sounds like a barrier can really like totally deflate our excitement can get us really defensive. And that's where this conversation can go off track. And, you know, many of you may have already experienced that. I know I have in the past where it's like, you hear the, butt, and it's like, Oh, you never support me. Why don't you just understand? This is important to me, right? We kind of go down a rabbit hole. And then the conversation becomes about that versus what it actually should be about. That's so good. Cause I was actually just, as I'm thinking of like, what are some objections, maybe hesitations from our partner that may come up? I was, I was thinking about how it really can easily turn into, um, a fight, so to speak, or a disagreement an argument mm-hmm. when that's really not the purpose of this at all. So I feel like you really just gave clarity of why that would happen. Yeah. And I love what you said about expect there to be hesitation or objection. And It's just like when, you know, in your own shoes, making the investment, you probably will have a few questions or a few worries or a little bit of fear. And so why would we hesitate or um, why would we expect our partner to not have similar hesitations or have to have hesitations as well? It's just, it makes so much sense. I love that. Yeah, exactly. So you expect it. So you don't get triggered by it. You don't escalate. You're just like, okay, I expect this and I'm opening the floor for it. And your job is to listen as open-mindedly as you can, just like hopefully they did for you. And then when your partner finishes sharing their concerns, their response, 
you're going to do two things. You're going to summarize it back. This is like real therapy talk, but it works beautifully. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You're going to say like, okay, I hear that you're concerned about the cost or you're worried that I'm not going to have time to finish it. Or you're concerned about, you know, are we still going to be able to follow through on this financial goal we have if we invest over here? You know, I hear you, right? That's summarizing. And then you're going to validate. And validation is a really magic tool I think everybody needs in their pocket. And it's basically saying, I get where you're coming from. Mm-hmm. It makes sense to me that you feel that way, right? Just simply saying that, saying, you know what? I could totally understand why you would have those concerns. It's magic. Mm-hmm. Your partner's stress level is going to decrease because they're going to feel heard and understood. And they're not going to feel like they have to build a case for why their concerns are valid. Does that make sense? Oh my gosh. It makes so much sense. And I feel like everything you're sharing with us is preventing the things that may go wrong, like it turning into an argument, or I feel like it's so easy for big decisions to kind of start to feel like it's you against them, which is not what a marriage or partnership is supposed to feel like, like what we want it to feel like. And I just, I feel like all these tips you're giving us are really helping with that. It's like, well, they're not going to feel like it's an argument or like you're going against them because you're validating them. Yes, exactly. And the goal here is understanding each other. And that's like a super common um, misconception that we have in a relationship. We think the goal of a conversation like this is to convince the other person that our position, our side is the right one and their side is the wrong one. But actually the goal is to get a solid understanding of each one of our positions, because from there you can do compromise work. And that's where like this lies. So if your partner says anything other than like, yeah, sounds great. Go for it. There's going to be some compromise to happen. And there's a way to do this where it actually gets done. Cause I know tons of couples that I talk to are like, we can't compromise. Mm. This doesn't happen. We agree to disagree if we're lucky. And then we both kind of go and do what we want to do (laughs) and hope for the best. (laughs) Or I make the investment and I don't tell my partner because they said no, but I still want to do it. Mm, And that can definitely lead to some issues down the road. (laughs) So on that note, I know maybe, you know, some common objections that may come up. I know I can think of some, of course, I think like the money, of course, Mm -hmm. like, should we spend the money? Do we even have the money? I know things too, like, well, who even is this coach that you're telling me about, you know? Um, But how, so we get the objection or the hesitation from them. And we reflect that we get it, but Mm -hmm. then what are we doing from there? Like, let's say that the hesitation is money. What if, what if the situation is, and feel free to throw in your own examples, of course, because you know, you're seeing this behind the scenes, but like, what if it's, I don't think we can spend that kind of money right now. Mm -hmm. So this is a great one. And this, I want you to think of the compromise process as we talk through this example. So what we often get stuck in is all or nothing, nothing thinking, meaning partner says, I don't think we can spend this amount of money right now. I say, well, I want to spend this amount of money right now. And we just see like, well, I guess we're not going to agree. I want you to move into all the space in between spending it and not spending it because there's a ton of gray area in the middle. So, you know, think of it like this, each of you within this conversation, you're going to have your non-negotiables, meaning like I absolutely cannot have this scenario 
or I absolutely need to have this scenario. And then you're going to have your areas of flexibility, which are like, I don't really care. You know, I don't care if this is a totally unrelated example. Well, maybe no, we'll do a related one. I don't care if you work with this coach or that coach. Doesn't matter to me, right? I don't care if it's a Tuesday morning or a Friday night. Doesn't matter, right? All the things that you don't really care about. And as you dive into these, you're going to find areas that you can work through. So as an example, with the financial one, your partner may feel like, a non-negotiable for me is it can't be, we can't put $10,000 on our credit card today. Okay. So what are your areas of flexibility around that? Well, I guess if it were broken up into two or three payments, I'd be more comfortable. Um, I guess if you borrowed X amount from your savings or from your parents so that it was under you know, $7,000, I'd be comfortable. I guess if it were the only investment you make this year, I'd be comfortable, right? So figuring out what else exists around that like hard line, I don't feel comfortable charging $10,000 today. Does that make sense? That makes perfect sense. It's like, okay, that doesn't feel good to you. I get that validating. Like, how can we make it work? What would feel okay or good to you? Yes. Yeah. Living in the gray because it's, and that's where it becomes our job as the person asking to stay calm, to not get emotionally flooded, to not, you know, start getting defensive, to just hear our partner care about how they feel, validate their feelings and explore the other options. You know, so many, so many, you know, um, business providers that we work with offer payment plans. You know, it's, there is flexibility here in a lot of ways. It's just not letting the conversation get shut down as soon as you hear something that sounds like a no. Right. Yeah. Not, backing away from the conversation. Cause I think sometimes it's like, we don't want to push, we don't want to cause an issue. So then we're just like, okay, I won't do it. Mm-hmm. And, or also not, not making it turn into an argument or, or a fight because it doesn't need to be. That's not what this is. Right. And then you're not going to get to a resolution anyway. That's so it's so beautiful. I love it. You no. Know? So it's really getting clear on your non-negotiables listening to your partner, being willing to listen and to hear that if it's financial, if it's a time commitment, if it's like you said, like, who is this person? You know, you can offer to share, you know, like, oh, let me tell you about them. And here's how long I've been, you know, following them and reading their posts. And here's their testimonials, right? Share with your partner the the things that made you say yes. Like, what are the things that impacted you share that with your partner. You know, that's part of the picture here. Yeah. And I think again, like just my advice to somebody, something I've learned, like I said this earlier, but I just kind of want to repeat it. It's like, and if you're listening, if you're listening to this and you, and you're just ready to go and you want to dive into a conversation with your partner, like do so. Mm-hmm. But also if you're listening to this and you're not sure what that next step is for you and you're just kind of doing your thing, like just share along the way. Cause I just can see how it's, I know from firsthand and I can see how it would be so much easier if they weren't like, wait, what is that? What are you a coach? Uh Uh-huh. Like, what are you talking about? What do you mean you want to have a business? Like the more on board they already are, the easier this conversation would go. I can imagine. And I've seen. Oh yeah. A hundred percent. Yeah. Keeping that in mind. So what do you think I feel called to ask this? 
do you think the goal, the goal of this conversation is, um, hopefully finding a compromise, maybe getting a yes, maybe it's a no brainer for them, or at least finding a compromise. Do you think there is a point where maybe you need to reschedule the conversation, so to speak, or take a break or come back to it? Like, what have you seen in terms of that? Yes. Yeah. That's a great question. So if you or your partner become, you know, my words, emotionally flooded. So like, if you find yourself getting like really frustrated or you see your partner getting frustrated, we all know the feeling, right? Like in me, it's like, I get hot and I feel pressure in my throat. And I'm like, Ugh, like, I just want to, you know, you want to kind of start yelling because you, you're not feeling heard or you're not feeling understood or you're feeling defensive. Like if that's happening for you or your partner, it's a good idea to say, you know what, like I'm getting kind of heated right now. Let's take a break. Let's come back to this, you know, in a half hour, or let's come back to this tomorrow. Right. Definitely doing that because remember our goal is to not veer off track by having a fight over something that doesn't need to be a fight. Our goal is to just understand and like keep working through this conversation for more and more and more understanding until you can reach a yes, a compromise or, or a pure yes, you know? Um, so I think that's really important to keep in mind. Yeah. And what if you feel, I think this is such a good question and, and, you know, or such a relatable situation and, you know, kind of my stance on sales and not being a pushy salesperson and, you know, really allowing your customer to make the decision. And and if that involves getting their partner on board, realizing that like they, they should do that. I would much rather my client's partner be on board than it be a secret Mm -hmm. or it be just a not good situation in there. Like you said, like agree to disagree, but maybe they're not agreeing to disagree and they're just spiting each other. (laughs) We don't want that. I don't want that for my clients, but there are some coaches or situations where you may feel pressure, whether it's a pushy coach is in your DMs. Mm-hmm. Um, or maybe it's something that there is real urgency. Maybe you want to get in this mastermind yeah. and, you know, maybe it's the 23rd or something of the month and the doors close at the end of the week. And you're like, no, I have to decide now. Like, yeah. how would you handle that? Cause I think it can get, I think you could maybe start to feel some pressure in those situations. Do you know what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah. That makes a ton of sense. So, you know, there may, the hope would be that this is the exception and not the rule, but there may come a point where for you as an individual, for you as a business owner, you're like, I have to do this. I have to be a part of this program. I have to be a part of this mastermind. Like I have to, I just, I feel called to it. This is what I need to do for me. And if you go through this conversation with your partner, super constructive, right? You get through, you have the understanding. Let's say you get to the end and you truly just don't agree. It's it's just a point where you're like, gosh, like mm-hmm. we can't find a compromise. That's where you can say, you know, I hear you and I respect you and I understand and I understand where you're coming. Like, you know, like really validating them again and saying, and this is something that I need to do for me. So I'm going to need to say yes to it and let's work together on how to handle the financial aspect so that you don't feel, I don't want you to feel angry or unheard because I'm saying yes. I want us to decide like, like I said, or like, maybe it's my parents are going to help me out. Maybe it's, you know, instead of taking 
you know, two vacations this year, we're going to take one, or maybe it's, you know, I'm going to decrease my online shopping for three months to cover the, you know, like whatever it is being willing to, to like with respect and care for your partner also be firm on something that's like a hell yes for you you know? Um, but with the understanding that it's not like, well, I'm doing it anyway. (laughs) Right. You know, it's, it's, you know, I hear you and I care. I really need to do this. I'm, I'm totally willing to work with you on where this money comes from and who pays it off. And like, look, maybe I'm fully responsible for paying it off. Maybe this goes on my credit card and this is where, you know, my, my shopping budget or my fund money goes for the next couple of months because it's that important to me. You know, so being willing to to really take ownership in that way. But again, always making the decision with like love and respect for your partner. And it's sounding like you as the expert in this would much rather see them go that route, even if it is they are on different pages. But the goal is to get on the same page, even though they may disagree right now mm-hmm. and do it in secret. Yes. Yeah. The secretive thing it's really, it's tough. And, you know, we, it's, it's a thing, you know, from, I joke a lot with people about like, you know, they get their, their Amazon shipments or their Nordstrom shipments and they hide them from their partner, right? They like hide them in the garage or in the back of the car. And, you know, it's kind of along those lines, it doesn't feel good. And when it comes out and eventually will come out, it can really breed feelings of resentment. And we definitely don't want that in our relationship. No. And I'm loving that we have these options here. Like it, it feels so empowered to me to hear about how to have this type of conversation, Mm -hmm. even if it may be easier to just hide it, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, Because I think a lot of us do have a fear of being told no or getting into an argument or not being heard. I think it could even just stem from as simple as that. Like if you're afraid to not be heard, it's like, oh, I don't want to have that conversation because I might have to feel not heard again. Absolutely. Then you do something pretty big, like put a big investment on, on something or take money out of somewhere that they don't know you're doing that. So anyway, my point of this is I feel like it just feels so empowered to start off by having a real conversation hopefully, and probably very likely with these tools you're giving us, get to some, a yes, or a great compromise, or just having to, in a very empowered way, lovingly disagree, but also still set some great boundaries there and expectations there that you can both be on board with, at Mm -hmm. least to some extent. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I mean, if you're planning on being a business owner and you're probably going to make more investments and other hard financial decisions, it's a great time to practice this. Or <laughs> <laughs> is. And you want to be able to be open with your partner, right? Like our business is such a huge part of our life. We want to be able to share everything. Like you want to be able to share the big wins as you're working with your coach or you're in the mastermind, you're in the course, like, Hey, you're not going to believe what I learned today. Or, Hey, I implemented this strategy and look at the results I got. You know, you don't want to be like, Oh, I can't mention that. Cause they don't know that I was in this thing. And, you know, openness, transparency. It's really key. I love it. Is there, I have another question in my mind, but I wanted to check in. Is there anything in your process that we're missing here, I feel like we covered what to set, how to set the tone for the conversation, what to say, how to go through the objections. I just want to make sure I'm not skipping over anything because you just brought some great tools to the table for us. So I would hate to 
to miss anything, <laughs> any of our steps. <laughs> Thank you. No, we covered it all. Happy to answer the questions. So how about a bonus question, if you don't mind, and then we'll, we'll share some more about you. What if someone's listening to this and they're wishing they listened to this a few months ago or so because they did make an investment behind their partner's back mm. and now they want to have a respectful conversation and bring this to the surface? How would they approach that if you don't mind sharing? I think there will be some people who would love to get have some secrets and would love to just get on the same financial page with their partner and feel that type of connection and openness with their finances. Maybe it's an investment in their business. Maybe they have a big Amazon credit card balance. Who knows? But I think as a business owner and someone who wants to grow abundance and wealth, being on the same page with your partner is is so crucial. So I would love for people to feel empowered to go get on the same page, whatever that looks like. Yes. Oh, I love that so much. It's never too late. And like, it might feel scary and it might feel, you know, like something you don't want to do, but you can do it. So I would say you walk through these same exact steps, right? You really are. You're walking through the same steps. The difference is you're, you're going to have to own, own your thing. You know, you're going to have to own your part. So approaching your partner and being like, listen, I mean, I always in my podcast or with my clients, I'm always like, throw me under the bus. Be like, Meredith told me I need to do this. <laughs> so I'm doing it. Yeah. You know, like I listened to this podcast and I was learning about, you know, financial transparency with, with the partner to have a happy marriage. And like, Ugh, I feel like I need to tell you something, you know, mm-hmm. and I really appreciate if you could let me share what I need to share before you ask questions, right? Setting the expectation and then really coming from a place of ownership and taking responsibility, not defensiveness. So rather than saying like, listen, I invested in this program three months ago, but I didn't ask you because I knew you were going to say no. And I knew you weren't going to listen to me. And I knew you were, right? Like that's very defensive and that's blaming our partner for what we chose to do. Mm-hmm. Granted, that may have been how we felt at the time, but we didn't give them the choice or the opportunity to sort of act out their part. So we can't assume that. So instead of kind of jumping that way, which is our natural tendency as humans, I would ask you to really come from a calm place and say something like, you know, I really want to share with you a decision that I made. And I, you know, I invested in this program. I invested this amount of money. Um, this is why I made that decision, right? Going through your, what you were feeling, what you were needing, what your vision was, right? This is how my decision came to be. And I didn't come to you to talk about it. And I don't like that. And I'm sorry, you know, and I really want to have transparency between us. And I want to discuss future financial decisions with you. And I want to share in that. And I want to be open. And I just wanted to start now with this, by giving you this information, letting us have an open conversation and then making it better moving forward. I love that. So good. And I feel like that was a great recap too, of how to approach, um, the investment conversation. And, and I just think these are obviously great tools for any conversation we need to have in our relationship. And, Yeah. Thank you. Because I think if we're thinking about real freedom, that's going to include financial freedom. Yes. But also emotional freedom, as I like to say, Mm -hmm. and 
that would include feeling free in your marriage or your partnership or whatever. Mm -hmm. And that would mean that you guys can have conversations and come to agreements and have honesty and transparency. So I love it. And I just, I can feel how this could really empower someone to open that conversation with their partner. Mm -hmm. Oh, I hope so. That would be so wonderful. I love it. So tell us a little bit, let's say someone is like, whoa, I have been listening to Taylor's podcast for all the business stuff, but I really needed to hear this. Like I, and they're realizing that maybe they have more work to do in their relationship, more work to do in their communication. Like who do you work with? Like who is the right fit to work with you? Mm. I get excited talking about my people. I call them my people, my people. Yes. Um, I love working with couples who are like in it and motivated and they're committed and they show up and they're like, okay, we're ready. Like we know we're doing some things wrong. We know our marriage or our relationship could feel better. We want to do it differently. And they're ready to learn because there's a big misconception about relationship coaching and couples therapy that it's like, you're going to be the the referee or you're going to decide who's right and who's wrong. And I just want to dispel that right now because my approach is what works for you is what we want to find. It doesn't matter what I think. It doesn't matter what your sister's doing. It doesn't matter what your parents did. It's what works for you two as a couple. So I teach skills, concrete strategies, and hold you accountable so that you can actually create the relationship that you desire and deserve. So, you know, there's a variety of ways that I do that, but if you are like motivated and you're a learner and you love to learn new things and you're not shy about being told like, yeah, we need to do this differently. I'm your person. (laughs) I love that. And how can people, um, connect with you, whether it is like they're ready to go work with you or even just they, they want to follow along and, and be able to get to know you even more from here. Totally. So I have, um, a free download that you can grab and it's kind of, well, I'm sure it'll be in your show notes, but it's bit.ly slash MCM dash free five tips dash fully free. It's a mouthful. So I'm going to give you a simpler way. But what that is, is my five tips to immediately improve communication with your partner. So it's like, boom, 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 boom. These five things, read it, implement it. You're going to see an improvement. And the best place to hang out and follow along with me is on Instagram. I'm at happymarriage.coach. I love it. And we will link all of that in the show notes. So they will perfectly understand your link. I love it. But that sounds like an amazing free gift for people to grab and definitely go follow Meredith on her Instagram as well. Well, thank you, Meredith. This was so good. I think this is going to help so many people. So thank you again for your time and for sharing all this. You're You're so welcome. Thanks for having me. Awesome. Bye guys. Bye. I really hope that you enjoyed this episode. Thank you so much for listening. But before you go, if this helped you find clarity, feel motivated, or learn something new, can you do me a quick favor and go leave a five-star review on this podcast? It would mean the absolute world to me as this podcast is still really new and it would help other badasses just like you find this show. And that is the most amazing thing I could ever ask for. So thank you in advance for leaving that five-star review. Have a great week and I'll talk to you soon. Bye guys.